0: This is Jonah Pearson, and you are listening to the Josh Kirby on Sports podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode three of the Josh Kirby on Sports podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in once again. And once again, you can email me, Kirby on Sports at gmail.com, follow my Twitter, Kirby on Sports, and follow my Facebook page, Kirby on Sports Podcast. Now, let's get right into it. We have a very Full packed in episode week one of the nfl just wrapped up yesterday and i am doing a full recap of most of the games um in-depth look on a few games but for the most part i am giving sort of my breakdown of some of the games so uh thursday night started the NFL season with the philadelphia eagles hosting the atlanta falcons in a rematch of the nfc divisional playoff game and the eagles won this game 18 to 12 but it was not a pretty game um i gotta say it's just one one of those games like there were so many penalties like every other play i saw was a penalty and um it it was just a sloppy game for the most part like not not a lot of scores in the first half like all, all the touchdowns came in the second half of the game and um Matt Ryan um he threw 251 yards but did not throw a touchdown pass he only had one interception and Devonte Freeman on the ground, he only rushed 6 for 36 yards and no touchdowns, and their only rushing touchdown was Tevin Coleman on the ground, and for the Eagles, they had a um, sort of productive game, Jay Ajayi had most of the um, carries that game, 15 carries for 62 yards and 2 touchdowns, and um, once again, the Philadelphia Eagles Pulled off the Philly special with Nick Foles. Obviously, they don't want to rush back Carson Wentz, and I agree with the Eagles. Nick Foles led them to the Super Bowl, and obviously, I believe that he should have been the week one starter, which he was. And like, there's no reason to rush back Carson Wentz. They the Eagles want to be conservative here, and I believe they're doing the right thing by keeping him out of game time and bringing him back later because like it's just conservative and it's way to keep it safe by the Eagles Yes, I take a drink of water here it's mm, man but anyways back to what I was saying um, Nelson Aguilar did go one for one with the Philly special play that was not a touchdown but they did do that in the third quarter and receiving yards, um, Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar both got, got some good catches. Were targeted the most, both with ten and uh, five receptions for Ertz and eight for Nelson Aguilar. And um, defense for both teams, um, sort of, sort of not good. I mean, I I, I watched the game, but I just I. Thought there could have been more improvement and like there were so many penalties in that game as well but the one penalty I do not agree with is getting an unsportsmanlike conduct or um personal foul for running out of bounds and not making an attempt to get back in bounds um I just thought that was a crazy rule that they added this year and um not really sure why they added it, but um, I just think it was one of those unnecessary penalties. Like they called that like twice or three times. And, anyways, but Eagles win that game 18 to 12, improve 1 0 in the NFC East. Uh, let's move on. Um, Minnesota in San Francisco. Boy, Kirk Cousins, I have him on one of my fantasy teams, and wow. I think he played great. And, um, I mean, I'm happy for Kirk, what he's doing up in Minnesota. And if you didn't know, my bold prediction is Minnesota makes it to the Super Bowl this year. And they're playing the Jags, by the way, in the Super Bowl. That's my bold prediction. But, anyways, let's look here at Kirk Cousins' numbers. 20 for 36, 244 yards, and two touchdowns on the day. Now, I mean... I, I just got to say, for the first time, new team, excuse me, on a new team, Kirk played really well. His receivers uh, did a great job as well, giving him the looks and everything. He he has Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook out of the backfield, Stefan Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph, just to name a few. They, they just look great for him, and I, I think Kirk is going to have an exceptional year with Minnesota on the other side for the 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo went 15 for 33 261 yards with only one touchdown and three interceptions not a great game for Jimmy Garoppolo Uh, moving on here we have the New England Patriots winning 27 to 20 Tom terrific Brady as you know 26 for 39 277 yards Three touchdowns and only one interception. Sort of a close game against the Texans as um, Deshaun Watson does make his return after that ACL tear last season. And he throws 17 for 35, 176 yards with one touchdown, one interception. I am surprised that the Texans actually kept it close. I thought the Patriots would once again run away with that game. Cincinnati over Indianapolis in Andrew Luck's return after missing the whole season last year with injury. Luck threw thirty-nine for fifty-three, three hundred nineteen yards, two touchdowns, and one interception, and they managed. And the Bengals still managed to beat the Colts. The Colts have a new head coach in Frank Reich. And um, Andy Dalton, excuse me, yeah, their new head coach and did not manage to get the win with their new head coach. Andy Dalton threw 21 for 28, 243 yards with two touchdowns and one interception as well. 34 to 23 was the score there. Uh, What a blowout in Buffalo as the Ravens um beat the bills 47 to 3 and um interesting story with the ravens um they joe flacco is the starting quarterback obviously they drafted lamar jackson and they're putting lamar jackson in on some packages at in as a wide receiver or something and like they're actually using jackson to run some plays which i think is really an odd look like a unique look for the baltimore ravens but i i do like the fact that they are getting lamar jackson in somehow because i believe he is a dual threat on the ground and throwing the ball as well so he we, they can probably get him in some wildcat or some i didn't watch the whole game but i did see he came in as wide receiver or something at actually yeah Lamar Jackson if i'm correct yeah um he had he had 7 yeah 7 carries for 39 yards or if that was either either him in the wildcat or him actually going in as quarterback because i knew since that was a blowout game they did put Lamar Jackson in towards the end of the game on the other hand Nathan Peterman starts the game and once again gets benched. Like last year after throwing five interceptions, he gets benched. This year he only throws two and they put in rookie quarterback Josh Allen that they the Bills drafted this year. But um anyways, I do I do like what the Ravens are doing. Um hopefully they'll Continue to use Lamar Jackson, um, either like in the Wildcat or I don't know, out of wideout, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he did not, he did not catch a ball. He he was just getting looks out there. I I some sort of Wildcat or some. Like I said, I didn't really watch the whole game, but I do like what they were doing. Oh, uh, how how about this game? <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm still I'm still. <laughs> I'm still just dumbfounded by this game. First week of the season in the Steelers and the Browns tie. It, hey, at least the Cleveland Browns didn't lose. I mean, technically the Cleveland Browns after week one are undefeated, <laughs> but they didn't win a game. <laughs> I, I just I still find that hilarious that they still haven't won, but they didn't lose a game, so they're undefeated. And the Steelers, obviously, I'm sort of upset with them because, as you know, Le'Veon Bell sat out week one due to contract negotiations, and I drafted Le'Veon Bell in one of my fantasy leagues, and that went to bite me in the butt. And I, I'm at, I was mad about that, but nothing, nothing I could do about it. I was mad, but um, James Conner from Pittsburgh came in clutch 31 carries for 135 yards. Wow. That I mean that's crazy. If if you don't have James Conner in fantasy and he's available, you need to pick him up right away. Like wow. That like I, I watched the highlights of that game. That was an impressive performance by James Conner. Ben Roethlisberger, he threw 335 yards with only one touchdown and three interceptions. Tyrod Taylor, 197 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And they went through a whole overtime, and the Browns had a chance to win, but the Steelers blocked their field goal. So a week one tie, that is very, very interesting in the league. Um. Oh, yeah. Now moving on here the Jacksonville Jaguars that's a game I did watch against the New York Giants. Jaguars pull out the victory 20 to 15. As you know Saquon Barkley got his first start and boy let me say I mean the Giants lost but Saquon still put on sh- sort of a show. He had a, he broke free for a 68 yard touchdown which I thought was great. Eli Manning didn't do too great, 224 yards on 23 for 20, 23 for 37 and only one interception. Odell um, Beckham didn't do a lot, only 11 yards uh, receiving. Shepard only five yards receiving, so... Slow start for the Giants. Twenty to fifteen on the other end. Bortles uh, went eighteen for thirty-three, one hundred seventy-six yards with one touchdown and one interception. Leonard Fournette played like maybe the first half. I believe I forget that, but um, I, I forget how long he played, but he went down with injury after, but um he went 9 for 41 before he went out with injury and TJ Yeldon um took most of the carries after that going 14 for 51 yards and yeah moving on moving right along in the podcast um yeah um another game that sort of upset me because I am in a survivor league NFL survivor league if um You don't know what that is. I will go into that briefly. It's where you pick a team to win each week, like out of 32 teams. But once you pick that team, if you move on, you cannot pick that team again for the rest of the year. So I picked the New Orleans Saints because looking at it, Jameis Winston's out three games suspended with the Buccaneers backup quarterback. I feel like the Saints are going to do well with Alvin Kamara, but that was not the case, and I ended up losing week one. I paid 20 bucks to be in the Survivor League, and I come away with nothing. Buccaneers, 48, and the Saints, 40. Wow. I, I mean, that was crazy to me. Like, I could not believe it. Ryan Fitzpatrick went off. Let's just look at some stats here. 21 for 28, 417 yards, and four touchdown passes. Just tell me that is not incredible for a backup quarterback replacing Jameis Winston. In in my opinion, I think he should be the starter moving forward because uh, Jameis Winston just gets into too much trouble, in my opinion. And they... The Buccaneers need to roll with somebody who won't get in trouble like Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, Fitzpatrick, he had an amazing game. Like, unbelievable how great his game was. And, wow. I I mean, I'm in shock. Like I, uh, I believe the Buccaneers were the underdogs in that game. That's why I picked the Saints. Most of the people in my Survivor League picked the Saints. And half our pool got knocked out. Wow, But on the other side, the Saints, Drew Brees put up some numbers, 37 for 45, 439 yards with three touchdowns. And Alvin Kamara, sort of a slow day, only eight carries for 29, 29 yards and 12 targets, only nine receptions for 112 yards in the air. But, but it was a shootout. Nonetheless, the Saints fought, tried to come back, but was not successful. All right. How about them Cowboys? The Carolina Panthers. Wow. Uh, I just got to say, I mean, if the Redskins don't win, I'm happy if the Cowboys lose. And the Cowboys just did not look like they did last year. Jason Witten's gone. Des Bryant's gone, obviously. Let's look at the numbers here 19 for 29 for Dak Prescott. Only 170 n- yards with no touchdowns and no interceptions. I'm like, wow, Dak Prescott, really? I mean, and Ezekiel Elliott only had 15 carries for 69 yards on the ground. Like, wow. I mean, I didn't get to watch that game since the Redskins were on um, at four four 425, but I did look at it on my phone most of the game, and I was like, wow, is Dallas keeping this close? Is Carolina not doing well? But Carolina ended up winning. Wow. And Cam Newton, he didn't even put up a touchdown or an interception, only 161 yards on 17 for 26. But he had 58 rushing yards on the ground. Christian McCaffrey also did pretty well as well. 10 carries for 50 yards. And um, McCaffrey also got um, 6 receptions for 45 yards in the air as well. But obviously the NFC East race so far after week 1. The Eagles and the, the Redskins one now I will get to that Redskins game here in a second. And the Cowboys and the Giants, 0 and 1. Moving on here, uh, let's get to Seattle, Denver, really quick. I will touch on that. 27-24, Denver. I did not watch that game. Let, let's just look here, really quick. 25 for 39 for Case Keenum, 329 yards, three touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean that Case Keenum, former Viking. That, that seemed all right. I, I didn't watch the game, but I believe it, it looked like it was a close game. Russell Wilson, 19 for 33, 298 yards with three touchdowns and only two interceptions. Um, as you know, the Legion of Boom has been broken up as um, Richard Sherman did move on to San Francisco and most of the other players have either been traded or signed to other teams or have retired. But a big story on the defense for the Seahawks, uh, the Griffin brothers, um, Sha- Sha- I'm sorry, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Uh, now it is, excuse me one second, Shakim, Shaquem Griffin, drafted by the Seahawks from UCF starting with his brother Shaquille Griffin in the game and um, as you know Shaquille Griffin um, only has one hand he plays with and that that's just a great story um, in the league right now I, I just think it's great that brothers are on the same team and they are starting on the same defense together Alrighty, now the time we have all been waiting for, the Washington Redskins and the Arizona Cardinals. First off, let me say, ever um, since RG3 was a rookie, RG3, when he was a rookie, um, the Redskins played the Saints, and RG3 had a great game, and they won their season opener, and then the Redskins haven't won a season opener since, and it has changed. The Redskins defeat the Cardinals in Arizona 24-6, to Jay Gruden's first ever home opening win. No, I'm sorry, excuse me, um, first season opening win. And let me just say, well, the Redskins looked really, really good. But I'm not, I'm not going to get my hopes up because, as most D.C. sports fans do, they get their hopes up and say, oh, the Redskins are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, this. Oh, that. We're going to win 10 games, 15 games, and make it to the Super Bowl. And I, I, I'm not like that. Oh, I'm going to take it one game at a time for the Redskins. And I'll just say they, they had a great game. Alex Smith. 21 for 30, 255 yards with two touchdowns. Smith, I, I think he did great. The receiver stepped up big and helped him out. Um, let's see here. Adrian Peterson, two two, excuse me, yes. Two receptions, 70 yards. Chris Thompson, six receptions for 63 yards. Jordan Reed, if he's healthy he he's gonna do well this year four receptions for 48 yards Crowder he played well three receptions 32 yards Paul Richardson I I do like what he has for the Redskins four receptions 22 yards Josh Doxson only had one reception for 11 yards and Vernon Davis had one reception for nine yards but the receivers if they can stay healthy i think the redskins will do great in that area rushing for the redskins starter adrian peterson surpassed jim brown's record and um, scored his 100th career touchdown in that game Tw- um, 26 carries 96 yards in the touchdown uh, I, I just got to say 96 yards in the first game after, after overcoming two knee surgeries. Uh, I got to say Adrian Peterson did really well as a starter for the Redskins in the first game. I'm really excited to see how Adrian Peterson does moving forward. Chris Thompson, he, he did great coming back after that um, knee injury, leg injury. Um, five carries in 65 yards. And like Chris, Tom- when Adrian Peterson got tired, Chris Thompson came behind and he just picked off right where Adrian Peterson left off. That is a great combo, Peterson Thompson. And I think the Redskins should keep going like that. Rob Kelly did play a little bit, only three carries for seven yards. Not that bad, but Peterson and Thompson got the bulk of the carries in that game. Um, offensive line, um, they looked all right. Uh, I'm not going to say they played terrible, but I saw Alex Smith rushing outside the pocket a lot, just scrambling all over. And uh, luckily, he didn't get. I don't think he got sacked at all. Um, uh, no, I do not believe he got sacked. Let me check here. Pardon my silence, but I I do not. I don't believe he got sacked, but he was scrambling out of the pocket a lot because I believe the D-line couldn't um, hold the Cardinals' defense on a couple times. But for the most part, Alex Smith did have an exceptional game. Only one turnover for the Redskins, but that was towards the end of the game when the Redskins sealed the deal, and it was when Adrian Peterson broke free on that 70-yard rushing play and um just fumbled the ball didn't have two hands on the ball you know just a mistake but it did not cost the redskins and what else here what what else do we have here i mean defense they looked pretty good our our safeties uh, i i'm liking what i see and um I'm hoping uh the Redskins will just improve from here, but y you, you never know. um on the other hand, Sam Bradford, twenty for thirty four, one hundred fifty three yards in an interception. um not so great of game for Sam Bradford um coming over from Minnesota from he was a free agent. no wait, I think he was on the Cardinals. I think it was on the Cardinals last year. Was he? Man, I forget, but um he was on the Vikings at one point, but man, I I got to read up on that. But um anyways, he did not have a good game on the ground. Only 9 carries for 37 yards and Chase Edmonds right behind him. Um 4 carries for 24 yards. Larry Fitzgerald, as you know, the veteran for Arizona, um don't know when he's going to retire. But he he's still putting up decent numbers for the Cardinals. Seven um, seven receptions for 76 yards. And David Johnson, five receptions for 30 yards. And Chase Edmonds, four receptions for 24 yards. So, I'm not sure if the Cardinals just stink. Or if the Redskins actually played a good game. So... I, I'm looking to see the weeks to come for the Washington Redskins and hopefully it will be a good turnout week two against the Indianapolis Colts. Um yeah, and um jay Gruden, I, I think he had a good game coaching, um, called the right plays and um all in all, great team win. I'm glad the Redskins are one 0 I am a happy camper and um yeah, and next week, the Redskins have their home opener, hosting the 0-1 Indianapolis Colts. Alrighty, and let's move on here. Let me just say that this next um, recap might be one of the best games I've ever watched. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. First off, I got to say at the start of the game I thought Chicago was going to run away with it, beating the Packers 20 to nothing and let's just pull up some stats here. Khalil Mack signed from the Raiders and in the first half he had a sack, a fumble recovery and a pick six. And wow. I, I was like, wow, are the Bears really about to beat the Packers? And and Aaron Rodgers, 20 for 30, 286 yards. But uh, in the first half, he did come out with a leg injury. And I believe that went into halftime. Um, they carted him back. But after halftime, he came back. And I was like, wow, Aaron Rodgers, he's back. What can he do? Um, I watched that game. He was limping. He could not walk on his leg. And he was firing passes left and right. And the Packers come down from a 20 nothing deficit and beat the Bears 24-23. to Game-winning touchdown was to Randall Cobb. And I could not believe it. I was like – Aaron Rodgers came back and won the game. I mean, no question, this man is a first-ballot Hall of Famer, and I believe Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback ever. Uh, n- not I, I think he's better than Tom Brady. I, I'm going to make that argument. Um, I don't know about you all, but I'm going to make that argument and say Aaron Rodgers played better, plays better than Tom Brady. And he has a first ballot Hall of Famer. No doubt both of them are going to get in. But Aaron Rodgers, first ballot Hall of Famer. Let's just look here. Deshaun Kaiser took his place for a little bit. Only 4 for 7, 55 yards. And let's look at the rushing here. Jamal Williams, 15 carries, 47 yards. And Rodgers only had one rush for 15 yards. And receiving for the Packers looked really good. Randall Cobb, 9 carries for 142 yards. Devontae Adams, 5 carries for 80. Excuse me, receptions, 5 receptions for 88 yards. And Geronimo Allison, 5 receptions, 69 yards. And, wow, I got to say, on the other hand, Mitch Trubisky, um, sort of a decent game. With their new head coach Matt Nagy, um, twenty-three for thirty-five, one hundred seventy-one yards, but he did not put up a touchdown nor an interception. Jordan Howard on the ground looked really good, fifteen carries for eighty-two yards, and um, uh, receiving not so well. Al- Alan Robert uh, Robinson got most of the yardage on in the air four receptions for 61 yards for the Bears and I just gotta say wow what what a game and like the way week one has been uh, I think it was a great week of football and wow a great week one and like that just capped it off for me I was watching football all day and I watched this game and I was like man that's a great way to end the night and the two Monday night games, uh, Monday night doubleheader to wrap things up here, um, the New York Jets with Sam Darnold, an interesting story with Sam Darnold. Um, his first play from scrimmage for the Jets, he goes out and throws a pick six. I was like, man, like had to happen to a rookie quarterback. <laughs> and it was Quadre Diggs who had the pick six wow and but Sam Darnold did recover 16 for 21 198 yards with two touchdowns and only one interception and the Lions were looking good there for a little while but then no no like second half game and the Jets blew them out of the water like Isaiah Crowell 10 carries for 102 yards Bilal Powell, 12 carries for 60 yards. Bilal Powell, by the way, is on my fantasy team in place of Le'Veon Bell. So if um he he didn't really score that many points. That's why I'm mad at the Pittsburgh Steelers. But um let's look here. Um receiving eh, sort of good Terrell Pryor from the Redskins had three receptions for 49 yards. Quincy Inua, 6 receptions for 63 yards for the Jets. The Lions, Matt Stafford, had a terrible game, 27 for 46, 286 yards with only one touchdown pass and 4 interceptions before getting replaced by Matt Castle when the game was out of reach, going 2 for 6, 14 yards in another interception. On the ground for the Lions, Theo Riddick, 4 for 20 yards, Carry on excuse me. Yes, carry on Johnson, five for seventeen yards, and re- receiving yards for the Lions looked good. Kenny Galladay, seven catches for one hundred fourteen yards, and Golden Tate, seven catches for seventy nine yards. I mean, I mean, they, it looked all right from what I could see, but the Jets just blew him out of the water. It looked like a close game going into halftime, but nope. And I'm glad Sam Darnold got that win because I was like, man, this is not going to be a good game for the Jets if they end up not uh, winning. And I was like, what a terrible way to start off the game with a pick six. But they came back and won it. And last but not least, John Gruden's return to coaching in Oakland. And for... uh, uh, I got to say, I watched the first drive by the Raiders, and wow, Marshawn Lynch is a beast. The whole team was pushing him across that goal line to get that first touchdown. I was amazed. And the energy John Gruden had after that touchdown, I was—I felt like, man, he missed coaching a lot. Let's look at the numbers here. Derek Carr. Mm-mm-mm-mm. 29 for 40, 303 yards and three interceptions. Wow. Wow. The light. Mm. Man, the Rams. I wonder what the Rams did. Jared Goff, 18 for 33, 233 yards and two touchdowns. Not bad. Todd Gurley had 108 yards rushing. And Brandon Cooks, um, 87 yards receiving, so... Pretty pretty good game by the Rams. Uh, Jerry Goff, um, my um, fantasy backup quarterback. I might have to put him in a starter. I'm not sure if I like these numbers still. Um, Ty Gurley. I should have picked him up instead of Le'Veon Bell, but you know it is what it is. Um, but the Raiders here. Let's look here. Marshawn Lynch after that touchdown only had, a, he only had 41 yards in. 11 carries, 41 yards rushing. And, um, let's see here. Jared Cook had a good game in the air, nine receptions for 180 yards. But Raiders only put up 13 points to the Rams, 33. And, yeah. That is a look. Oh, yes. Um, forgot to mention, excuse me, two others Tennessee and Miami. Well, um, that was probably the longest game played because um, uh, they had like two weather delays, but Dolphins end up beating the Titans twenty-seven to twenty there, and Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs, pull out. And the rest of the Chiefs pull out the Week 1 win against the Los Angeles Chargers. Pat Mahomes here, 256 yards with four touchdowns and no interceptions compared to Phillip Rivers' 424-yard game with three touchdowns and one interception. There it is. Week 1 for you. And let's just go down Week 2 matchups starting um, Thursday night. Baltimore Cincinnati in a rivalry after last season. Um Cincinnati beat Baltimore to get Buffalo into the playoffs. So that that was crazy. Um Washington hosting Indianapolis, obviously. That that's gonna be a CBS game. Hmm. And Minnesota playing Green Bay. Hmm. That with Aaron Rodgers out Can Kirk Cousins do well against Aaron Rodgers It's a rivalry game So let's see there um, Houston and Tennessee Kansas City And Pittsburgh Pat Mahomes I I, I think I'm going to have to take the Chiefs on that one Miami and the New York Jets um, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay Easy Philadelphia But what? wait, wait I will take that back That's going to be a Shootout If Philadelphia played the way they played on the Arizona Cardinals and Los Angeles Rams, Detroit and San Francisco, Oakland and Denver, New England and Jacksonville, and Sunday night NFC East matchup, the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, and around the night the Seattle Seahawks and the Chicago Bears. That's week two for you. I will have that recap of... All of week two coming for you as soon as I can next week. But that wraps it up for this episode of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in again. And um if you have any questions, feel free to email me, Kirby on Sports at gmail.com, my Twitter, Kirby on Sports, and my Facebook page the Kirby on sports podcast until next time I say so long thank you so much again for tuning into the podcast and I will catch you all next time